Well, hello there, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us on another new episode of the Confused Breakfast podcast. On this podcast, we review the classic movies that define the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s for us as kids. But with all the movies that were made in those decades, even the most seasoned movie buffs have inevitably missed a few popular movies. In talking about what movies to review next, we started noticing that there were a few instances where one of the hosts felt passionate about a particular movie from childhood, and the other two hosts had never seen it. So we came up with an idea for an episode. We will be reviewing a classic movie from two different perspectives. First, from the perspective of someone who has seen the movie countless times. And secondly, from the perspective of two people who have just watched the movie for the first and only time. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. And joining me as always, two of the biggest Sly Stone fans in the universe, AJ Vince and Sean Pryor. Why you guys look weird? You feel, you feel out of place here or what? I guess. You're scum. You're scum and I know it. <laughs> you're coming. I know you got the match. I was literally thinking this whole time. I was like, oh, he just needs the match. Yeah. Oh, uh, if only he had a match in his mouth. It's like we're in Wayne's basement, but, but not. we're not in Wayne's basement. The reason we say that is we are in our brand new studio space. You got to tune in to YouTube. This is a bit of a work in progress, but we feel like we've created the perfect space. For video for this podcast. If this you, is basically a basement. It's feeling good. If you don't feel like while watching this that you're seeing three friends in one of in one of our basements, one of our parents' basements, just hanging out watching movies, that's what this is, man. And I'm I'm hoping we we achieve that. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. That was a haiku. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so check us out on YouTube. But it's Wayne's World today, I guess. We need I to move forward. We're not doing Wayne's World. I know what you're thinking, why is this coming out on a Monday? Maybe you missed <laughs> maybe you missed our last couple Monday bonus episodes, so we'll let you know some exciting news. Because of the continued support of our Patreon members, we are finally able to pull the trigger on adding an additional episode per month. Yeah. It's always been our continued dream to switch to four full-blown movie reviews per month. Uh, but since we've got all these fun ideas, like the bonus things, like mini bites, top five, I've never seen on trial, we didn't want to get rid of those. So hence the bonus episode every month. We got to thank our Patreon members for this because of all these incredible, generous supporters of our Patreon. We were able to put this bonus monthly episode out to the public. This podcast will always be free to consume, but in order to get the back end support we need for such an intensive five to six episode per month podcast schedule, the Patreon is what we need to do. If this podcast is one of your favorites and you love what we do, consider joining our Patreon. Not only do you support us directly, but you get access to weekly bonus episodes, voting on upcoming movies, a private Discord server, and more. We've been having some really fun conversations, you know, bonus audio. There's like 90 hours that you can listen to if you sign up today. Um, so listen, check us out. Patreon, Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. Boys! Yeah. Moving on. So like we said in the intro today, one of us has seen the movie countless times. The other two have never seen it. The yeah. movie is Cobra. Time to reveal who has seen it. Sean is a lover of this movie. Mike and AJ have never seen it. AJ, tell me why you've never seen this movie. You're scum and you need to be erased. Look, crime is a disease, okay? And I just didn't want to have any... I was a germaphobe back in the day, so I didn't want to have anything to do with this movie. Dude, this is like Sly Stallone during this like peak time. I think sometime around like uh, Rocky three or four, four I think. Four had just come out. Um, and I'm like... I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's even got like this the cool cover of Sly Stallone 
with the, what apparently is just a laser gun <laughs> on the on the cover. I'm like, yeah, that looks badass. But apparently, I but just, you just never never picked it up. Never picked it up. I didn't go out of my way. I never never saw it on TV. Like nothing like that. That was the same for me. I don't know why. I remember the the cover is iconic. Almost 100%. like it's, it's like it's awesome. Wow, it draws you in. But I remember being like, oh, cool. Anyway, uh, three ninjas, yeah. you know, like, like or whatever. Like, I would never pick it up. Um, the the only Cobra in my life at that time was Cobra Kai. Cobra yeah. Kai, you know, never so dies. like, like don't don't give me this Cobra stuff. So yeah, never seen it. Sean, tell us why you love this movie. Why you saw it back then? Give us that nostalgic rating. Yeah, I saw it. Maybe um, I'd had to have been maybe I think like just turning like twenty one or so. And so this was just like a, a movie that I've, I'd, I had heard of in like the filmmaking circles uh, that it was just like fun and crazy, like a cool, cheesy 80s movie. And so I checked it out and it's exactly that. And uh, then I subsequently had to have buddies over and start drinking beers and watch this movie and hang out and have fun. Um, yeah, I just loved it. I, I think as we'll get into that, it is what it is. And I like it for that. And so for what it is. Back then, I'd have to say I'd probably give it a six. Six. Well, we got an executive producer, Josh Miller, with us today. He has also never seen this movie. This is what he had to say about it before he gave it a watch. He said, this is essentially a first-time watch for me. I have almost no recollection of this movie. I think the last time I saw it was like 1987. I'm guessing I probably watched it at my neighbor's house with their super sweet, super illegal satellite with the descrambler <laughs> I've talked yeah. about in previous reviews. My only recollection of the movie is the movie poster. Did you guys happen to look at the IMDb pictures and the numerous versions of the movie poster? Sure, they were all the same and just the wording was different, but I like the Spanish version best. My <laughs> other memories are Stallone's name, Marion Cabretti. Also, Sly had some unique names in his early work. Rocky, Marion, Gabe, Lincoln, Kit. Angelo and the car <laughs> who can forget that Mercury. I feel I know what to expect with this movie, even though I remember virtually nothing. Every one of these movies were formulaic in the eighties. Since I don't remember much of it, haven't seen it in decades. I'll have to give this movie a 5.5 nostalgically for the Spanish movie poster alone. And the one IMDb DB review, I didn't read with the title where Rambo ends Cobra begins. <laughs> I'll end Jeez. this part as my girlfriend is supportive of me following you guys, and she likes to watch the movies with me. Her dedication knows no bounds. She wants nothing to do with this one, <laughs> but, I but I'm still going to watch it. She's admitted to knowing that she will probably fall asleep within five minutes, but is hoping the sound editing is so bad it keeps her up. All right. Okay, well, before we actually watch this movie, myself and AJ had to make a snap decision. We had to look at the poster and just go, this is what the movie's about. Yes. And so let's listen to what AJ thought the movie was about before he actually watched it. Okay, Cobra. Or this uh, poster says Stallone Cobra. Cobra must be the short name of the, the movie. Crime is a disease. Meet the cure. This is uh, set sometime uh, in the somewhat distant future. Stallone plays um, a man who has who goes down super small. They shrink him. They shrink him down super small. He does this because it turns out crime in the future, they've determined, is actually a from a certain gene uh, or disease, if you will. So Stallone goes into the body of these criminals and uses his, his laser to cut out the crime disease uh, from these criminals. Um, kind of an Osmosis Jones effect, you know. This is, this is what sparked Osmosis Jones. And um, 
he uses his his bug-eyed supervision uh, to hone in on the crime and cut it out with his laser. And so that's why they say he is the cure, not the band. I I think okay. that's I think that's almost a better better <laughs> idea for a movie. Well, I mean, it's Osmosis Jones. Just go fucking. It's just watch Osmosis that Jones. Like that's what I'm saying is we just they decided to go a different route with Osmosis Jones. Hey, let's not let's let's not make a dark uh, action movie. Let's make a fun comedy with uh, what is it? Was it Chris Chris Tucker or Chris Rock? I don't know. Who Something like that. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Well, that's what AJ thought. Here's what I thought. Okay, so Cobra. Um, this is not a karate movie. Uh, so kind of what I was hoping it was going to be. You got a real badass Stallone with a match in his mouth. And then you got like this gun, which is clearly shooting out gas. And then he strikes the match and he goes, crime is a disease, I'm the cure. And he strikes the match in slow motion, puts it in front of his gun, which turns into a flamethrower. Um, yeah, I mean, he just looks like ultimate badass. He's got a cool chain necklace. He's got some cool leather gloves, the strong arm of the law. I'm guessing his right arm is the strong one. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm guessing if I had to guess a plot, I'm going to say he's like bad guy cop. He's a good guy, good guy, but he just works a little too hard, a little too aggressive. Mm -hmm. And essentially what they do is they, they tell him he can't work for them anymore. But then a bunch of gang members like plague the city. See what I did there? Plague the city. And then they have, they're like, we need you back. And his name, his nickname is Cobra. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's close. pretty close. Pretty Very close, huh? Close. Yeah, See, yeah. unlike AJ, I took the assignment seriously. I yeah. was really trying to figure out what the movie was about. I don't know what's not serious about See, mine. I don't, I've I don't, seen plenty of movies very similar. If you want to go, if you like, if Osmosis Jones was any cooler than this movie, it would have <laughs> Osmosis Jones driving a car that said fucking awesome on it. Look, Dennis Quaid did a similar thing at one point, too, okay, in another movie. I don't see why it's so out there. <laughs> well, in case you have not seen the movie or trying to remember, this is the actual synopsis. <laughs> As crime runs rampant in the United States, the hard-as-nails LAPD Lieutenant Marion Cobra Cobretti is the only cure for the crime-infested urban jungle of Los Angeles. In the meantime, a string of seemingly unconnected and unmotivated random assaults on civ civilians will soon drag the hardened officer into a violent war against the psychopaths of the secret organized named the New World. With the crime society's sole purpose to weed out the weak, Cobra will escort an important witness, the young model Ingrid, out of town to protect her. However, the movement's delusional killers will stop at nothing to track her down. Now, the only one who stands in their way is the one-man army lieutenant. Are they prepared for Cobra's nasty bite? I don't know. Sean, let's <laughs> let's dive in, man. You got some details for us. Hook us up with what we got to know before we move into this movie. This masterpiece is produced by Yoram Globus and Menahem Golan. Golan and Globus, you guys. Golden it's, Globes. That's all you need to know about this movie going in. Those are solid, solid movies. Over the top. Yeah, oh, over the well, top yeah, as of well. Course. Did I mean, a bunch of movies. Who would have forgot that? Written yeah. by Sylvester Stallone himself and Paula Gosling based off of her novel. Cinematography by Rick Waite. Music by Sylvester LeVay. Edited by James Simmons and Don Zimmerman. And directed by George P. Cosmatos. Here's a cast. Sylvester Stallone, Brigitte Nielsen, Reno Santoni, Andrew Robinson, John Herzfeld, Marco Rodriguez, Art LaFleur, he's back, oh, and Art. Brian Thompson. 
1986, Sylvester Stallone was a massive star and had the ego to back it up. Originally, Stallone was set to be in Beverly Hills Cop, but changed the script around so much that it wasn't even remotely a comedy anymore and was eventually let go. Stallone later channels his ideas for that film into original script for Cobra. Working with director George Cosmatos before, Stallone knew he could shadow direct this movie, so every night Stallone would give Cosmatos a shot list for the scenes they were to shoot the next day. Stallone hired his wife, Brigitte Nielsen, for the female lead in the film, which would prove a heavy distraction for all of the crew. Shooting would fall behind because the couple would flirt and giggle and not do any work. <coughs> Stallone also forbid any non-essential crew members and extras from talking to him. I hate him. It pisses you off. That bit, pisses huh? me. That pisses me right off. <laughs> that, piss, that pisses that me piss, right off. She, she wanted, wanted to see you. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I don't mean to interject too heavily, but... Was this this wasn't some method acting thing? This was just his literally his ego. No, no, it, all ego. This whole movie is just his ego. Like I think even um, uh, Brian Thompson like came to uh, Sylvester Stallone. He's like, so what's like my motivation? Like because he's shadow directing this, so he's asking Stallone this. Yeah, yeah. He's like so what? Like give me some direction on like what my character should be feeling. He's like, um, you're evil. <laughs> Go do that. He's like, great. All right. One like, of the no, premier nothing. directors he, of the world. This wow. is a money what? grab. Oh, my Pretty much. Lord. Originally, the film was to be shot in Seattle, but due to heavy mosquitoes in the area, <laughs> Stallone said no and moved production to California instead. The film. <laughs> you know, like I don't him. mess with mosquitoes. He doesn't whoa, like mosquitoes. whoa, whoa. <laughs> the film West was. Miles are rampant. <laughs> <laughs> the film was originally two hours long, but Stallone, knowing this film would come out uh, the weekend before Top Gun, trimmed the film down to its length now to get extra screenings in the theaters. So, if you like, this movie, I think, maybe is an uh, hour and 25, hour something 20, like that, something yeah. like that. And, uh, yeah, and because of that, you get extra screening times. You, yeah. get, you know, you get extra slots. Like, if you're Babylon and you're three hours long, you're probably only going to get three ah, screenings throughout the day. So, this is just a cash grab, really, yeah. yeah. Uh, released on May 23rd, 1986, on a budget of $25 million, Cobra would go on to make $160 million at the box office. So apparently he knew what he was doing. Yep. Well, Sean, hook us up also. I know you got a few reviews for us, too, since this is your movie. What do you What do you got for all the scores and reviews? Just like the laser on the poster. Oh! Yeah. It's red. It's the tomato meter. Tomato meter. Oh, first we time in this. the new studio, Mike. That's <laughs> yeah. what you got for it. That's well, fine. No, well, it just felt weird to Sean yeah. there, you know. <laughs> it just, I think I, think I did weird. all right. I think <laughs> you did great, Sean. Thanks, man. Keep going. Thank you. <laughs> Tomato meter. Uh, this is sitting at 18%. Oh, wow. You want to yeah. know where that's at? Sixth from the bottom of any movie we've done. Jeez. Sandwiched by Mighty Ducks at 21 and Ceno Man at 17. That's wow. a good company. It's a great company. <laughs> Encino Man, huh? Yeah. Seven, cool. Encino Man's uh, slightly worse, critical. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I have IMDb here, too. It's 5.8. Fourth from the bottom of any movie we've done. Yeah. Tied with, ready for this? Ready for this quadruple feature? Mortal Kombat, Over the Top, Encino Man, Ernest Scared Stupid. Those are all 5.8s. Those are Bring perfect it. movies. Any movie we've ever done. Yeah, I love that. Bring it. Uh, I got a review here. Uh, since the first Rocky in, in Innocent... E- eons ago, okay. Uh, you got it. Stallone has been preparing down each of his scripts, whittling, whittling at them like soap bars. Cobra is based off Paula Gosling's novel Fair Game, 
He's already done away with characterization, logic, coherent story, motivation, background, and more than six speaking parts. Now he's zeroing in on dialogue. Cobra's pretentious emptiness is its dumbness. It's too forced morality make it a movie that begs to be laughed off. That was by Sheila Benson. Sheila, great, great writing. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, I, may, I may have read that extremely <laughs> wrong, too, but, you know. Um, this is Not by, quite my tempo. <laughs> yeah. This is by D.B. Burroughs on October 5th, 2009. Warning spoilers. Uh-oh. I liked this movie when it came out. I remember watching it in theaters and on videotape and liking it well enough. Recently, I sat down and watched it again on cable. Oh, my word, this movie is awful. <laughs> it's It's so arch and so heavy-handed that even if it was supposed to be a joke it it's it funny for all the wrong reasons <laughs> <laughs> these are cop, copy and paste it's so funny fair enough it funny it's funny uh, it's terrible <laughs> actually it's so far in the parody world it has to have become camp jesus Christ. <laughs> aj i don't envy you at all actually it's become really bad camp it's very cliche you've never seen played painfully straight your jaw will hang open Forget any notion that this is reality that goes out the window with the notion of this huge gang that is killing everyone in spectacular bloody fashion and no one catching on. Add it to wooden non-performance and action that's silly instead of exciting and you have a really painful experience. That is a one out of ten. Um, I'd hmm. like to point out there actually really wasn't any spoilers in there. No, no, I didn't catch any spoilers. Just that there's some stupid action, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Spo- spoilers. spoilers, it's not a good movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> a spoiler. I'll decide that for myself. <laughs> Please. Uh, this one's from Nadine. Uh, this is actually on Letterboxd. Uh, I wanted to get on there and see what people had to say about it. And this says, Stallone's license plate in the movie says, awesome. Five stars. <laughs> Cool, like Here's it. another one. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie is such a textbook example of an exploitation cop movie that you can outline it like a schoolboy for easy reference. One, good man, bad system. These are the scenes lifted almost directly from Dirty Harry in which Cobra hollers at the Namby Pambies who run the police department by the book while a crazed killing yeah. cult is on the loose. <laughs> Two, bimbo as prey. Through a ridiculous happenstance, a fashion model, fashion model being Bridget Wilson, uh, witnesses a killing and becomes the next target for the killers. So Sly gallantly comes to her defense, which leads to three. It's still lonely at the top. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Cobra. He's, he's so busy catching psychos. No woman, no woman will ever put up with him. Now one will, since, since Nielsen is his actual wife. Number four, fight in a warehouse. This scene has become de regular. In contemporary thrillers, Sly kills the killers, impales the last killer on a giant hook, and sends him into a blast furnace. Now it's Miller time. You're a disease, and I'm the cure. Other diseases, however, seem incurable. Semen curable? Semen. Semen curable. And that was go. Paul Atanzio, Washington Post, 1986. All right. If that's the cure, he certainly gave it to Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, one more for you guys. This is a 10 out of 10 by yeah. Cobretti underscore 1986. <laughs> I wonder if he likes it. First of all, to all the people who bash this film, I have one question for you. Okay. Did you see the cover? <laughs> if after seeing the cover, Stallone with sunglasses and Uzi in his hand and a match in his mouth, and you still rented this one and hated it, you deserve what you get. <laughs> if you want to watch Masterpiece Theater and pretend not to be bored, then go ahead. Leave action movies for the fans of the genre. I really like that, and I hope I know. Stallone wrote it. I know, and you know what else I I, I like to he think about? He can't write that well. So no, it's fine. <laughs> as we've seen <laughs> <laughs> this movie. 
That was definitely not Storm. <laughs> uh, no, like, I like to think that now, like, we've talked about the poster so much that, like, that was Stallone's, like, main focus. And he had... He, <laughs> Half he, the budget was he, the like, poster. He, I, I like to think that most of the budget was spent on his time spent posing for it, <laughs> being drawn. Wait, wait, how should the match go? Hold on, like le- le- left bottom, like hanging down or side. Oh, wait, How'd you have it in the movie? I fucking forget. Tom. Hold on, should I do it like this? We haven't shot it yet. Like this? <laughs> Is this the way? Like this? Okay. Like this? I like to think also. Twenty-two days. Like he did. He did like Stanley Kubrick level uh, research of like marketing. <laughs> He's like, so red, red people are liking red now. Yeah. Ah. Let's get red in there. Yeah. What about like this? Perfect. <laughs> It took 22 days to be like, no, no, go. Yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> strong side. Well, boys, what do you say we dive into our scene-by-scene analysis of our I've Never Seen collection, Cobra, Sean, take it away. Boys, let's grab our guns, put them in our pants, pointed directly at our privates, <laughs> pop a matchstick in our mouths, I'm sure it'll come in handy later, and rid this city of crime once and for all. Podcasting is a disease, and we're the cure. Here Here we go! Scene one, we are introduced to Lieutenant Marion Cobretti as he lists crime statistics and then shoots the audience. We are shown a gang of people (laughs) clapping axes together in both hands. That same day... Or the next, doesn't matter. An anonymous gun-wielding madman walks into a supermarket and starts shooting the place up, as well as holding the uh, patrons hostage. The police arrive and are unwilling to deal with the situation, so they call in Cobra. A a nonsense, a no-nonsense, shoot-first-ask-questions-later type of cop. Cobra handles the gunman with ease, as well as taking some flack from a local reporter. Cobra then goes home and has the weirdest way to wind down after work and watches news report about the Night Slasher. Sean, uh, two questions. Is this the worst accent of all time? And how many takes did they do for to get him to every 20 seconds? A man who's done down in America. Every 24 minutes. A rape every 265 seconds. Now let's break this down. If you're talking California, you're going to have to back and back. You're going to have to go back to the Tate versus Grabansky case. And oh, so yeah. it, that's where that statistic kind of came from. And so we we're kind of we're, we're referencing that a little bit. They might have changed from now on. Are you too. citing precedent for like a like a law? Shut <laughs> like, up, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's it's like what do LA people sound like? It's it's like <laughs> that's what <laughs> Okay, just tell it. And then, like, somebody was like, This guy's a dick. He's like, They've got kind of a grumble to their voice. Did you for seconds you make <laughs> And if they got shot, they added to the statistic. <laughs> but, pre- but wait, pretend like you surf once a month. I went out. I got it. <laughs> oh, got it. Perfect. Nailed <laughs> it. Didn't change a thing. Sean, <laughs> so, so, so I'm, I'm immediately drawn into this movie because, first of all, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck accent is this? Then, like, as a ma- as a man who thinks, like, I've edited some music videos before, uh-huh. and you know, like, I know what looks right. The editing choices in this entire movie are laid out right from the start. When it goes, axis motorcycle, axis motorcycle, axis motorcycle. <laughs> then even while the motorcycle's driving, it'd be like. There's the skull tattoo. Back to the motorcycle. 
Oh, more axes. <laughs> like, and then, then it even gets into the, the helicopter SWAT team. Yeah. It, it'll go helicopter SWAT team, helicopter SWAT team, helicopter SWAT team. Like, what, what are they doing? These things are happening at the same time. I hope. <laughs> just, in case I hope they are. just in case you Just in case you blinked. Let's do it a couple times in a yeah. row. I, I don't understand the editing choices at all. So, yeah, I mean, it, on top of, like, those editing choices being pretty fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, you, could, you could lend it to it being, like, they shot way more of this film. Like, it, like the original cut was two hours, like Ugh. I said. And... So a lot of like even the uh, uh, Night Slasher backstory is out of this movie. And I dare say, like, if you want that, sure. But if you don't give a fuck and just know what this movie is, which is what it is, then I guess you don't need it. But maybe it's that. Like, so they had to get rid of all that to make it like the beginning more exciting, make it more flashy, more interesting. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> and why? And why give the the? I'm assuming the motorcycle guy in the intro is the guy going into the supermarket. I assume, but why? Like, but why? Why are we showing him? He's coming, epically driving <laughs> on a motorcycle <laughs> before he psychotically walks into a supermarket. What you're asking, Mike, and for for those listening along, is why do we give a shit where he came from? And how he got there. I don't care if the guy took a fucking Uber to get to the <laughs> supermarket. He's going to go kill somebody. That's all we care about. Okay. He's going to go and commit this like shooting. We don't really care. We don't that that's not backstory. That's that's showing him on a motorcycle is not backstory. That's expensing his travel <laughs> stuff. Okay, like that's what this is. So we don't need that. There's no need for it. And then I think about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, so, like, all these bad guys are just going to have axes. And it's like the main bad weapon is a knife. (laughs) (laughs) They they never, ever address the axes and the guys in suits. And then, like, the the, the tattoo is, like, crossed axes. It's like, so is this, like, a a fire department, you know, brotherhood? I don't get it. I'm going to humanize the goons here and say that this would be fucking awesome. Just get get with your buddies get together. Get together with your buddies. Get your axes and just go like this all the time. Yeah. There, you know, there's like pool tables and shit there. It looks fucking fun. This like, is so just, we do. Okay, every every hour on the hour, we take 20 minutes and clang our axes yeah. together. No, and instead of a- having bell choir on Sundays, we get together and hit hit axes. That's <laughs> and, what we do. And it's kind of like when you're learning CPR. You know, you need to do the song in your head of staying alive. Yeah. They're like, well, just keep in mind that when we do the axes, it's we will rock you. Yeah. So it's clank, clank, stop. Clank, clank, stop. Like, just make sure. Yeah. Just make sure <laughs> hey, you keep Rick, that in your head. Rick, I, was, I heard Metallica the other day. Do you think we could, like, switch it up to, no. like, Enter Sandman or something like that? No, dude. It's Everyone knows it's clank, clank, stop. Everyone, clank, clank, stop. Okay. Yeah. Can yeah. it be like clank, 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 stop? No. 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 <laughs> you don't want the Night Stalker st- shifter. You don't want him coming after you. The, the, the you night want, shifter? Night, you don't want him coming after you. <laughs> you don't want the night shift coming after you. <laughs> so this guy just hates produce, uh-huh. obviously, and yes. he's just shooting up eggs and milk and whatever. I, I know he shoots that cart, and it fucking like, comes up into the air. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just it's pretty fucking badass. It's, it's, uh, it's the special effects of, of um, hey, we're gonna, we, need, we need to just make a mess. <laughs> okay, well, let's just do catapults that just shoot like fruits, like it's double dare or some <laughs> That's shit. Exactly what we want. Okay, perfect. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is is this a Christmas movie? 
Uh, it is a Christmas movie. I, knew, I don't know if you knew this. And but. then some, one of you was going to bring it up. Yep. Well, I mean, dude, it takes place over Christmas. No, I agree. It's a Christmas movie. No, I, so it's a Christmas movie. I'm into that. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. Christmas I, I love it because we also hear some Christmas movie uh, or some Christmas music yeah. later on in the TV. There's yeah. a Santa Claus in a, in a ticket booth. Yep. This is a Christmas movie. Commercial. It's a great Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah, so. I mean, if, if Die Hard is, then this is. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Cool. Cool. It absolutely is. There we go. Yeah. I watch it this year. I like I like when he gets there. And the chief, I forget his name, but uh, I don't agree with I don't agree with them bringing you in. I just want you to know that. Oh, walks away. All right. <laughs> so you guys don't you have this whole brigade of police and you want me to go in, but you don't agree he, it, with well, me going in. He's like Cabretti should just be sitting there like you called me, asshole. <laughs> like you're the one who called me. <laughs> well, and, and also <laughs> like, this is in 1986. They're like calling Cobra. He's there. <laughs> like, did they call him on a cell phone? How, where was he at? No, they paged him. I think he drove. I think he drove like ten miles at seventy nine miles an hour on a residential area yeah. to get there. Yeah, in that fucking boat of a car. It says awesome on it. It's, it's, Fuck you. This movie rules, dude. Can I? Can I? Can I say something about this car? Just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I don't like this car. No, like it felt like they were really trying. <laughs> they were really trying to be like, "Whoa, cool, badass car." I, it rubs me so wrong. Like I just kind of go, Ugh. "It's yeah." What are those stupid little things? Are those fists on the side of the car? They're cobras. Oh it's the most impractical. No. It's the most impractical car. It it's it's a boat of a car. Like it's not like the oh we got a I got a classic Trans Am that I souped up and and built in my garage and got it all good and and hopped up with new carburetors and good brakes. <laughs> no, you just bought this like boat of a car that handles like that. No power steering. Turbo, no power steering. Turbo it's, NOS in there. Yeah, I yeah. bet it does. I bet that helped it get to the the speed that it needed to go. <laughs> Do you think that that? <laughs> At 79 miles an hour. Do you think that that car might be family? Do you think huh? this is Dominic huh? Toretto? So much torque. <laughs> it twisted the chassis on him. <laughs> is this his dad? I think this is his dad. This is Dominic Toretto's dad. Yeah, this is... he. Toretto changed his name from Cabretti to avoid, you know, this reputation. Okay. Well, I didn't want them to know my dad was a cop. <laughs> Because I'm a criminal. <laughs> like Sean, they set the standard right away on this movie with like I didn't know what I was going into, but we're like, is this gonna be kind of like a Arnold Schwarzenegger like funny line things? And you're like, Oh yeah, oh it yeah. Is. Uh yeah. go ahead. I don't shop here. I don't shop here. <laughs> I was like, All right. That's awesome. Wow, and the first thing he does when he gets in there is chugs a beer. Dude, okay. This is fucking awesome. <sighs> he's, he's drinking on the job. Okay, but okay. To that point. Who made more money off of this, Pepsi or, or Coors? Yeah, I want to know. Uh, Pepsi. I would, I would love to know. Pepsi. Yeah. they the, got that huge sign later on. That neon sign yeah. that is on his property. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that was epic. <laughs> and they didn't blow it up. They wanted it to be there the whole time. Yeah. And they had to they had to give him his own pistol with his own Cobra on it. Duh. They had to. Dude. Ooh. Here's a prop. <laughs> Give me that shit. You can't have it. I'm doing it. We no. You can't have firearms for props unless you have a license <laughs> to carry. Do you have a license to carry? Yeah. Okay. Then you can have it. Okay. I, just, I can say whatever I want, <laughs> and you'll just have to believe. Me. Yeah. 
What are you taking, Mike? Oh, man. You know what? You go. I got to think about this for a second. Were you trying to take the gun? No. Oh, okay. Well, then, then I am going to... Do I just take the match? I mean, the one match because <laughs> it was been one because it's only time. one match that he's ever been chewing on. Yeah, um, I think it's either it's either going to be that, or I just want his uh, gun cleaning case, uh, uh, the, the egg carton. carton. Yeah. Yes, I want the I want the Night Stalker's knife. Yeah. You do? Huh? Do you have a license for that knife? Yes, no. I do. Okay, I feel yeah. like I feel like that is something you need a license for. I want it so that I can destroy it so no one can ever use it. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Did you, did I you, don't like the, the yeah. Nope. Did you order like that it. from a Bud K magazine? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I changed my mind. No, I, you can't. I changed my mind. I want the frozen pizza that he cuts with scissors. <laughs> I want the other half. Why does he do? <laughs> you why, watch those carbs. Why, guys, hang on. No. Let's, can we, guys, can guys, we wait? Uh, can we wait? Just like I'll a just, second. I'll sit back until you're ready for okay, me. Okay, okay. So he dispatches the guy. Yeah. He says, oh. he says you're a disease and I'm the cure. Uh, we needed him in 2020. That yeah. was a joke that I had. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, I'm back in. Where were you? I'm back in. Where were you, Cabretti? <laughs> Come on, we needed Cobra to get rid of COVID. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in for COVID. <laughs> now, now uh, on our episode, we're going to get the COVID oh, morning. Crap. No. Yeah. I, bleep me on that, Craig. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> for more information about COVID, please yeah. go to... Yeah. Please go to... Uh, please go to Cobra, because he knows everything. <laughs> um, I like... Uh, so he kills the guy. Yeah. But he, like, it seems like he says, drop it, as he's like getting his second <laughs> shot off. He's like, he's like, drop it, pop, 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 pop. You didn't give him any time to even respond. No. Hey, you know what? Tell that to his family. I <laughs> do. I love it. And, then oh, he's, and he's like, oh, okay. So it, what did you think about getting shot, dead body? It's the one. It's the one part of this that I actually really I appreciated was because you have those reports. It's like, well, doesn't everybody deserve this fair yes. trial? And it's like, you, he, you know, do due diligence and service. It's like, uh, he just killed four people. Yeah. He actually in, deserves nothing. In hardcore cold blood. Yes. So, no. <laughs> I'm going to go home now. <laughs> I'm going to go home I'm gonna and go sleep home. like a baby. So, I love when he does pull up. That guy is in his parking spot. <laughs> but no, fuck, it's not his park. It's no, a it's public not. beach. It's a public road. It's like Ventura <laughs> Boulevard. He pushes like... his car out of the way yeah. and then has the audacity to just rip <laughs> his fucking shirt, Shut exposing his mic. <laughs> Exposing his mic. Oh my god, you're right. You can see his mic, can't you? I read that. Uh, But but did you then half expect that he was going to come back out and there was going to be problems that with his car? They were just like, no, sorry, sir. Oh yeah, I I I hated I hated that move. Yeah, that's that's a dickhead move. Boy, he really set them straight (laughs) by ripping his clothes. That's rude, man. Straighten up. You know, it's I know it's LA, but it still gets chilly near that near that water yeah. front. Okay? Also, fucking learn how to parallel park. You don't pull in front. You go frontwards. You exactly. back exactly. You okay. could have fit in there. You stupid idiot. Very easy. Yeah, if you didn't have a boat. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, my backup camera is not working. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he gets. Please, his... please tell me why the fuck this has to be in the movie. You I don't get don't, it, guys. He no. takes he takes a frozen piece of pizza out of the freezer, not the refrigerator. This is a frozen piece. Frozen so you're saying it was delivery. Pizza. Not DiGiorno. Uh, yeah. Or no, is it DiGiorno not delivery? No, what I'm saying is he got delivery. Okay. Ate half of it. Yes. Before he got the phone call to go to the supermarket, yep. he put the remaining pizza into the freezer. 
uh-huh. to where it froze completely. Then he pulled it out, cut it with a scissors, and ate the small part of it. He's got to cut his. He's cutting carbs. Yeah, it's it's portion control. He's literally That's cutting carbs, guys. <laughs> he's literally cutting carbs. I hate it. Well, <laughs> not. It doesn't make any fucking sense, but that's why this movie fucking rules. Okay, uh, you, you don't need to. You don't to need do to Sean. make sense of this because he's Cobra. <laughs> he put, didn't he put the other half of it back too? No, like, he just, just like put the other half on the table. He I just think. left it there. But then, like his gun cleaning kit, isn't there? Like, it's all frozen too. His, his gun cleaning it, kit is. His gun cleaning kit is in the eggshell. I think he's saving that box for like a, to, so he can make a car cleaning kit or something <laughs> for that pizza box. I think that's. I think he's just trying to be, you know, economic or uh, environmentally sound. You know, that's what I think. He's that's what to the get. cobra cares. Because that's what the cobra does. Yeah, you can't slither through grass if there's no grass to slither through, <laughs> right? So guys. All right, you guys ready? Scene two, please. <laughs> All right, sorry. Scene two. The Night Slasher gang kills a woman, and when they are done, model Ingrid Knudsen drives by getting a clear look at the leader of the murderous gang. The Night Slasher gang has an informant named Stocks who finds out who Ingrid is. The police are out of lead, so they employ the help of Cobra to do what he does best along with the help of his partner, Gonzalez. After a modeling session, Ingrid is attacked by the Night Slasher gang but escapes. Ingrid gives Cobra a dis- uh, description of the leader and, uh, and Cobra leaves. That same night, the Night Slasher finds and attacks Ingrid again. Cobra is also attacked but the gang, but by the gang, but dispatches all of them as Ingrid outsmarts Night Slasher and escapes. So, I love that we just, um, we just get to see randomly peppered in here just killings. Well, we'll just, uh, Oh, fender bender. Oh, there's a kill. Oh, oh. I mean, and that's how they feel. Is oh, are you drunk? Are you drunk? Or no, no. That's that's one of my favorite lines, Mike. Have you been drinking? I have. <laughs> it's like psycho. That's, like what? Oh, okay. So. Okay. So do we need to call the authorities or what? <laughs> right. So there's that. There's also that yes. woman who's like closing up the restaurant, right? And I don't mean to victim blame. But you, this is a situation where you need to call someone. And, like, there's one lone van in the parking lot besides your car. That's a thing you don't go outside and do. There's a van, van with its doors open. Sean. Ladies, are you blaming the victim? Sean. Yeah, I guess Sean. I <laughs> it's, the, it's definitely not the, the fault of the people killing and kidnapping people. It's the fault of the lady that <laughs> just trying to do her job and go home to her family. Boy, I've had a long day. I just I can't wait to get home and uh, not get killed. Well, when you say it like that, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, I better I better wait here after my very long day and prolong my my happiness. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> yeah, Sean. Cool jokes, Sean. This movie's, got this movie's fucking got badass. The, <laughs> there, there's so many. There, there's that moment where the cops are all inside of their office and they're talking about what to do. And the main guy's like, Cobra, this isn't your specialty. Yeah. Which is why you're in the room with us right now talking Correct. about it. Correct. <laughs> what the fuck? Also, there's a gun range right next to like the chief's <laughs> office. Dude, Dude no, what the it's fuck? It's just a normal door like we have over here. Dude, that is that is a Mel Brooks joke. <laughs> yeah. And they just glossed over it. 
That <sighs> is that, like they've done that in Spaceballs. Okay. Yeah. No, don't beam me. I'll just walk to the to the deck from <laughs> yeah. my bedroom that's right next door. I'll just leave the chief's office and walk into the gun range. Are <laughs> you up, kidding me? How does he steam. get any work done? Jesus. Oh, it's fucking shotgun day today. Like, oh, <laughs> shotgun shit. day. Cobretti's here. <laughs> Dang it. It's Cobretti. Uh, you get another line, which I'm going to use this match to prove how dumb this line is. Ready? It's because as long as we play and, and play by all the bullshit rules and the killer doesn't, we're going to lose. You follow the rules, you lose. Why? Yeah. Because as long as we play <laughs> by these bullshit rules and the killer doesn't, we're going to lose. Yes. But just to make more effect, let's put this match in my mouth. Yep. I don't understand the match. This is getting extremely annoying, but I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to the bit. Does he ever use the match for anything? Yes. We get to that later. Okay, I can't remember. It's that's uh, how bored I was with the match, <laughs> with the whole match it. thing. No. <laughs> uh, um, at this point, when they have the uh, meeting of the minds in the chief's office, this is the moment that I realized that um, all they did was. Uh, have an, an AI computer watch about a hundred hours of action movies and say, write an action movie for us because <laughs> that's, that's that what is happens. what's happening here. It's just like, dang, you're shoot first and ask questions later tactics. God, I don't agree with them, but they are effective. Yes. Oh, people don't agree with you. Oh, you're on the zombie squad. Fuck oh, yes. man. And you're just like, fuck, yes. that is what's happening. That's the whole thing. Oh, there's a bad guy. He's got it. Oh, we should show another person getting killed. Yeah. Oh, he eats pizza. He's not healthy, but he cuts carbs. Uh, like, what are you talking you about? You know what? AI should fucking win an Academy of fucking Ward for that stuff. <laughs> because it's it rules. And I don't care. You we're, look at us. All right? <laughs> look, look at look, you. Look at <laughs> look, look at you. Yeah. Look at you, bro. Look, you guys are you You're guys damn are dudes. Right. You guys like Stallone. Yeah. How do you not and how do you not love okay, this? Here's, this is this is this is Cookie cutter stuff just for you. Here's what I don't like. I, again, it's the editing draw just pulls me out of this movie. Robots, again, what? Robots. What? <laughs> what? what are we doing here? Why are we showing these robots? Who cares? It's fucking it's great. Like, it was like Tom, it goes, Tom, Tom. And it would be like, robot, robot. Like what? Stallone has an obsession with robots at this time in his life because of Rocky IV. Uh, he had the robot that he got for Polly. And then you've got all these robots. And like, like I think we've had about three montages up to this point. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's he he must have had like a uh, a music contract with this artist to be like I gotta we gotta play gotta, the whole song. I don't know why I agreed to that. But the contract, whole song's got to be in there. Fuck. But I gotta put this whole thing in there. Let's I know. Let's just have my beautiful wife just do ten ten outfit changes. Yes, just to show that she's good model. Yep. Yep. And uh, that'll that'll work, and I think I think people will like it. I think this will. <laughs> no, the thought process was: I think this will help uh, the audience get to know this person. <laughs> <laughs> she's a model. Oh, oh she's yeah. good at what she does. Okay, gotcha. Is well, she well? Is she hot? Huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Ten uh-huh. outfits. Is she look Russian? Bad in one of them. She's not Russian. No. Uh. Oh man. Wow. So That's how we would have all known her at this point, right? From oh yeah, Rocky Four. Yeah. She was Ivan's wife. Ivan Drago's wife. Ivan Drago's really? girlfriend yeah. wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rocky yeah, Four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that was the thing. I had such a hard time going hard back. On? Well, t- you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah. The, uh, of, tomato. of watching this, 
<laughs> watching this and like thinking about when Rocky Four came out because Rocky Four is phenomenal. And then I'm watching this and I'm like, not only do we have similar act actors, actresses going on and even writing, and it's the same year that this came out. And there's such a far cry of like quality of what we're really getting, you know? And there's even the- thematic like um, editing put together. Lots of montages, crazy 80s themes and robots and all this stuff. And for some reason, this is really tough to stomach. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? And it's intercut this, the, the robot modeling, whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah. It's intercut with uh, Cobra and his um, partner going through the streets asking, like, you know, uh, uh, so you know, you know, every scum on the street. Go find him. First place he looks, tattoo shop. Yeah, uh, there's also Jesus. a place called Sex Girls. Yep, and uh, <laughs> look there, look look in the alleys, talk to the homeless. Yeah, it's all it's all there. Let's go talk to to what we we uh, think are the the scum of the earth around yeah. here. They've got to have tattoos. Tattoos, homeless people, the only way, man. girls and, who and, girls who make money yeah. doing sex work. That's evil. Yep, girl, you know, throwing uh, your life away if you uh, get a tattoo. And they all live on dark streets that only exist at night and <laughs> not the day. Comes out of <laughs> they sleep yeah. during the day. It's, it's a yeah. mirage at, in the daytime. They, Correct. They even did the weirdest thing. I don't know if you noticed this. So when uh, Night Stalker gets out of the van, there's this shot where his right foot comes down, left foot comes down, and then he gets up and walks away. But then when he, the cops are coming, uh-oh, cops are here. He gets back in the God. van to leave. He gets back in the ba- van to leave. All they did was reverse that shot. Oh, yeah. Which makes no sense, because imagine you're going to get into a car. Imagine you you back into it, and then <laughs> one foot at a time, get in. Like That's what they're trying to imply, that this badass Night Stalker dude just goes, ooh, got to put my butt in first. Ooh, <laughs> hold on. Let me get in there. Like, yeah. Well, maybe he's got a gun. You know, he's like... Nope. It was they took the shot and just fucking reversed it. They they had they had a really tough time editing out the the sound of of uh Brian is it Brian, Brian Johnson Thompson. Thompson of him actually getting into it like <laughs> <laughs> Go go <sighs> Okay Ready That was Are the you ready night slasher <laughs> Brian are you okay <laughs> he, just, he just got a team of goons in the back, like with guns and knives, just be like. <laughs> this is the guy who's. <laughs> this is the guy. This is the guy we've been learning the axe moves for. So us. come back to humanizing the goons. It's like <laughs> this is who we're following. Like he's the he's like, a nice guy. Call it you know call people, bad calling people chiseled. He looks like his face was like literally chiseled. Yeah. To look like this. Oh yeah. yeah, it looks it looks prosthetics almost. Yeah, in how his face looks. They uh, again. I'm going to go back to our our AI computer help on this. And somebody took a a um, a witness drawing and then AI computered it, and that's how Brian Thompson was born. Yeah. <laughs> that's just it. Yeah, his eyes were a little bigger than that. Yeah, a little bigger. Keep going. All right, that's good. Make his mouth smaller and his jaw fucking huge. Make him look like no human should ever look in their entire life. Make him look fucking huge. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, oh, yeah. it's weird science. They're, like, they're yeah. hitting the computer button. Yeah. Bigger. Ooh, yeah. Bigger. 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 They, put, they put a knife in the computer like a fax machine. <laughs> you think they're talking about make boobs, but they're talking about Brian Thompson's eyes. Ooh, bigger. Yeah. Basically, make this knife into a person. That's oh, yeah. Got it. No yeah. deal. Yeah. I will say, though, I think he's the only one giving a shit about yes. this. I feel I feel you're correct. He's a I very good you. bad guy in this. Yeah. I really like him a lot. I, I I I do agree with that. And the unfortunate part is that 
because it's hard to take a lot of this movie not just it's hard to take it seriously it then in turns almost uh it makes it difficult for me to take him seriously. And yeah. I think that's a shame because I do agree with you. I think he is actually a terrifying good part of yes. this movie. You can tell he was fle- like he himself fleshed this part out, you know, yeah. like even if it wasn't fleshed out in a script or like Stallone's direction was just like be evil, you know, yeah. he's like, okay, well I'm going to take this and kind of fucking run with it so it's, I can yeah. make it stand out. He very much took, whether this was part of the script or not, like they took some, some I wish this would have been more of a psychological thriller than like more of the action because there's some terrifying like this felt like Halloween two to me this I whole hospital scene yeah. felt like it felt slasher movie Halloween two oh my god like dark corner a guy's coming in he's trying I it it I wish they would have gone down that path a little deeper which maybe they did in the original script in the two hours and stuff but man it. It just, yeah, like that's where I wish they would have gone with this. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I like all of the, the brooding. Like he's just sweating, and uh, uh, Slack is talking to him, and he's just like, "I hate the week," you know. <laughs> like he's, he, he looks great doing it, you know. And then he gets like the grease, and, yep. and goes in uh, to the hospital. But he, he kills the guy, like the janitor guy, and uh, he's like maybe five four. That janitor guy, <laughs> Brian Thompson, is like. Seven one or something like that. Is that right? And he he's a big guy. He doesn't. He wouldn't <clears throat> ever be able to fit in that. But he does. You know, it's fine. Um, I think. I think the only thing that again, it should be very scary. Like you're talking about, Mike. Like when uh, Bridget Nielsen's character gets attacked. Right. Yeah. She gets attacked, and it should be very scary. However, when you have random people like just showing up walking through this parking lot like like glasses mcgonagall who's probably got like taken flowers to his wife or something and it's just like he's all of a sudden he just shows up out of nowhere and he's getting an axe swung on him i laughed audibly <laughs> i laughed out loud i was like oh my god yep there's that guy there he sucks is. to be him <laughs> wrong place wrong time yeah, yeah exactly it's just like oh that's what it felt like and so uh, there, there are parts that should be more terrifying to me, and that's how I felt about it going forward. <laughs> she escapes, and the one thing I don't like is that he's a, he's so like we just talked about Brian Thompson. He's so noticeable, like <laughs> yeah, you, you can just be like, oh, I don't want to discriminate, but um, look for the guy <laughs> who looks like a who looks like he has a gorilla skull for a face. <laughs> I think that might narrow it down just a little bit. Yeah, the really tall guy, he had like yeah. black grease in his like hair. Weirdly, weirdly black hair for for a human. We have a that. camera system, right? We could probably just we could probably look it up. Let's yeah. be honest. Like when she's driving by and sees him, and you just it's like it might as well be like Bigfoot footage of him just like driving by, just be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. <laughs> but keep in mind, like he the- just got caught. Like <laughs> you telling me that that. That this entire movie is based off of them being like, well, she might be able to identify me. Uh, we should just kill her. Shoot. We should spend the rest of our of our powers trying to kill that one woman. Yeah. See, it's to like, me, it's like that and the one that got away. You know, like, <laughs> like the perfect victim. 
the one that got away. He's might obsessing be, over this. Yeah. Might be the the best. Like I think that should be the title or working title of <laughs> uh, of a slasher flick. Like, come oh on, my God. the one that got how, away. How has that not happened yet? Oh, that's well, beautiful. that's trademarked because what I've learned about trademarks it. is yep. we said it. So boom, here it Before is. Before we move on to scene three, Let's did you it. know that this movie uh, actually predicted podcasting? Did it now? Yes. They were interviewing. Um, they, they walked in and they said, hey, we're just a pair of nice guys here to ask you bad questions. <laughs> it's It predicted long-form podcasting. Okay. Yeah. Right That's on. a great point. Here, That's a, here, we're a couple of white guys here to ask you bad questions. Yep. Sweet. That's so all I, we are. I'll let you know. I'm a lone wolf, but here's my partner. <laughs> and here's our theme song. <laughs> and here's our theme song. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, scene three. Cobra takes Ingrid to a remote location to protect her, but the plan is foiled when the Night Stalker, Night Slasher, sorry, and some of his gang try to stop them. And what ensues is an amazing fucking car chase. Cobra and Ingrid crash, but are okay as Night Slasher drives away to regroup. Cobra and Gonzalez take Ingrid to a motel outside of town. Cobra becomes suspicious of stalks. Ingrid and Cobra, Cobra get in help. Sean, there's there's some very eighties moments in this movie. There's that where you're just like. Come on, 1980s. Two of them are at the beginning of this scene. The one bad cop is the one assigned to the case. Yep. Of course. Why not? Makes sense. The, the Not good cop. They're just like, well, here's just a shitty cop. You go on the job. And number two, I'm, I'm assuming at this point this is like a protective custody situation. Yeah. So we're just going to walk out the front door. Makes sense. We're just going to all just walk out the front door. No big deal. You okay. got her? You got hey, her? Hey, is she with you? Yeah, I got her right here. Okay, See you later. <laughs> that is so 1980s. I don't know if you're like trying to save money on fuel at this point in the, in 1980s. I'm not sure what the what the what the vibe was yeah. there, but got a maybe airlift her out of there. Yeah. Something like. And I, I have you think to... the night slasher owns a private jet or a helicopter. I don't think so. No, no. he's I, sleeping. I, I also to to your point of like, oh yeah, the one bad cop is the one that gets assigned to this. It's like. You know what? Then you probably should have left her out of the story up until this point. <laughs> because now we're just literally watching, like, I wonder when she's going to turn and show them that she's not a good person. So it would be she's going to. Oh, it would be cool to be like, yeah, we hadn't met her yet. Yeah. And it turns out she's part of the 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 huge because remember they're like, Oh, it's just one guy. No, it's a lot of people. She's part of the lot of people. Whoa. Yeah. And then exactly. And then there's no big reveal. She just disappears. <laughs> Right. And then comes back. <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like it's a very valid question. Why didn't you use the phone in your room? It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know why I didn't actually, because <laughs> it's not like my phone's wiretapped. It's not like it doesn't work. <laughs> I why like the that. hell did the bad guy go out to the phone booth to make that call? I like the privacy of the phone booth <laughs> a little bit better. Get you know, off I feel the like the walls the are pretty thin in my hotel room. So I'm ah, go you're right. out. Well, hey, he, you're sleep, you, everybody didn't have their own room, so she was everybody. I think they were shacked up and they were shacked up. Uh, so yeah. he was going. To, he already went to bed. You didn't want to wake him up with a yeah, phone exactly. call, right? Oh, okay. So she w- wait. So she was sharing a room with like yeah. um with uh, the other cop, the other uh, guy. Yeah. yeah. I okay. That's then now the that I, finally makes but sense. She could have just said that. She could have just been like, "Yeah, he was sleeping." I, I want to wake just, up that fucker. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I had to call my kids. My dumbass kids were yeah. awake and missing me. And what was her reasoning? It's like, oh yeah, the phone didn't work. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, it's like, well, he just called my room, like asking if we wanted to get some pizza that we could cut up with scissors. Like what? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, I had an extra large pizza. Yeah. And a parasite. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you do you send scissors with that? It's like frozen pizza. No. <laughs> Freeze that Whoa. shit. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying you, you wanted to introduce this uh rat character like yeah. now, now other than now. earlier. Well, you see, you fucking please, please, please. Fucking please. Yeah. So, like George B. Cosmatos, the the shadow, well, Stallone's a shadow director. He's trying to do like a Hitchcock thing. He's trying to show you the bomb under the table, but the characters don't know it. But you do. That creates tension. When is that gonna boil over? I, Sloan, uh, it's gonna boil over when she doesn't appear the next morning. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> like, and when the bomb doesn't go off. I, I do enjoy the start of this car chase because they, <laughs> yeah. they fly up and Night Stalker's like, bam, bam, now your headlights are turned out. If this chase lasts like eight more hours, then now we're going to be in plans working. <laughs> yeah. Plans working. We got eight more hours to like, run around the city until your headlights don't work. Wait, wait, maybe uh, go who, for their tires instead. Who shot Who shot out which the one? The Night Stalker pulls up and goes, bam, bam, and it get both of Stallone's <laughs> headlights. Well, <laughs> see, that's that the thing. That was all he shot. He, he's used to stalking at night. <laughs> oh, shit. So he's doing his tactics as night Damn tactics. Damn it. You're so yeah. smart. <laughs> this, okay, you, you have to tell me that you liked this car chase. It was great. This is a fucking awesome. You know think, what? You know what I loved about it? I loved it up until the music actually started. Sure. Oh, when? What was the music? In it, this? Music actually started about I don't know. Oh no! Uh, two it was thirds, just a weird timing. Two thirds of the way through, and I was like, "Yeah, this is completely fine." Um, I I, I actually really like those really intense scenes like that without that is, music. Without yeah. music, yes. I just, love that. Just and car noises. And all of a sudden. They just slowly pipe it. Like the yeah. guy forgot to like push the fader. He's like, oh, I don't it's know like, if we'll notice. It's like when you see your favorite band uh-huh. live and they start singing and it takes a while for the vocals to get turned <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just I'll just mix it on the fly, guys. He's, he's in the studio watching the edit. He's like, oh, this is fucking cool. This is, oh, shit. oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, the music's horrible. But, um, <laughs> No, I. It's like it's. You're right. I like that. It's like heat. It's like the, the shootout in heat, where yeah. like all of the the gun sounds are more horrifying than any music you could ever put in that. Give me all of that, but um, don't 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 change your mind halfway through the scene. Yeah, and he, he uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, who uh, made the movie Drive, is a huge fan of this movie. Dude, this movie reminded me of Drive, and that he does that move where he like sh- uh, shifts it into. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, reverse, and he starts shooting that shooting the car, and it fucking blows up. It's like the coolest. It's really well shot, and I have to imagine that's what Stallone didn't shoot. That's why George B. Cosmatos was there to shoot the action shit. Who, who directed uh, Drive? Nicholas Winding Refn. So he basically was like, "I really like Cobra, but they just did a shitty job. We should try to do it better." Yes, and that's how they made Drive without sure. a cop. Basically, yeah, because like there were a lot of it, it gave me that same vibe. Yes, throughout the whole movie gave me the same vibe. The the girl interaction yep. and yeah, man, that's a great point. And I, so my my question because I I I can't remember for some reason I can't place it in my head. Do they ever say what year this is? No, I don't they think don't. so. I think we have to assume it's present eighty six. Present eighty six. It, it felt weirdly like they were trying to make it a future thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like With the robots and shit. Well, well kind of. It, it kind of made me think like it was supposed to be. You know, it, this should have been one of those movies. We've said this before, Mike. You've said this before. It's like I'm glad they didn't say sometime in the future <laughs> because then it would have been like uh, now we're past that time that they said was in yeah. the future. I wish it would have happened in this movie. I wish they would have said in the 1994. year. 1994. In the year t- 
20, 2009. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I wish that would have happened. Uh, because like like the the car feels out of place because and and like some of the characters and their outfits feel out of place and i know that that some of it feels very 80s but like some of the bad guys feel very out of place and like their presence i just i wish they would have just said yeah this is actually a little bit into the future yeah that's it yeah that's it so they get to um after the car chase everyone's okay they kind of drive off uh to this like rest stop area kind of motel like that it's I forget if it's like the motel and then the attached. I like think this shop. was a. St- I think this was a rest stop on their way to the hotel. Okay, I so think yeah. is what it was. And so what she she asked him, she's like, uh, "Are we supposed to just drive around till they try and kill me again?" And he's like, "Yeah, no, they won't get you. Don't worry about it." And I, she's just probably like, "Well, I feel like if they try, it's a lot more likely that 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 they might." <laughs> Co- Cobra. Yeah. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is maybe to get me out of here so they uh, so they don't. I'm don't just, try to kill me. I'm just asking if you have a plan. That's no, they won't. It. They won't get you. No. Now, now, hold on. Give me a second. I'm trying to imitate a bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. What? Sorry, chief. No huh. sale. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Put my shit down. Did he call her chief? I think he called oh, like fuck. the. Oh Come the, on. The uh, the native chief. The Native American. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm, awesome. Yeah. That sucks. Right. Mm, great. <laughs> Move it on, Sean. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, scene four, Stalks tips off the night slasher gang uh, of Cobra and Ingrid's location, and gunfight ensues. Gonzalez is shot, and Ingrid and Cobra get away in a truck. The gang chases them down on motorcycles, but Cobra is a badass and kills most of them. Cobra and Ingrid go to a local foundry to hide. Uh, there's nothing says hideout like a foundry. Oh, yeah. Cool. So we got to have our uh, our hero gets the gets fucks the girl moment. You know, okay. Um, and I, 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 I think this other shootout is pretty great too. Uh, can as we, far as what shootouts go, can we talk about the love scene first? Sure. Uh, I, I was just putting myself, I'm just like you know, pretending I was in a situation where every time, yeah, where I just went through an intense car chase, gun battle. We've been driving for eight hours. Once we arrived, I took the time, like I got to clean all my weapons. I haven't even taken a shower. Um, I know tomorrow's going to be pretty intense. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm going to be like, can we just do this tomorrow? <laughs> Is that weird? I'm just going to be like, listen, uh, like I'm just really tired. Uh, look, look, it's been I, a long, I just, we got a big day tomorrow. I want to try to get my eight hours in. Tonight. It's not even like a uh, stamina thing, like from, from my penis. I, I could, that, <laughs> I'm just, that's working just fine. I'm sure you could look at it and it'll stand on its own. It's a snake. Uh, it's a cobra. Uh, it's tattooed. I just think like the spirit is willing, but the flesh is just. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like we're we're pretty much dating. So like, can we just do this some other time? Yeah. <laughs> like the morning. Like, I know we're going to both have morning breath, but that'll be like a good test of like whether we like this could yeah. last. You know, I'd like to see you in the light. Yeah, I'd rather do the morning breath test first rather than the I've been working all day and I sw- I'm sweaty and right. probably taste like weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to. I we we try to be honest on the show, and I'm just gonna yeah. say I don't know if I could. I don't think I I don't know why that's what would happen. And I, that's and, and that's, not not even for him, but for her. Like, yeah, I'm literally worried that I'm just going to get killed, and uh, maybe I it's just the, something to distract me. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 all right, a cobra bite. Maybe you should come on over here and coil up next to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, See, even AJ's writing is better than this fucking writing, dude. <laughs> they thought this was a cool one-liner movie. Ooh, yeah. They, well, don't say, do. they don't even do any snake references. How many snake references do they do? <laughs> None. None. Man, come on. So that's a funny joke. But what's a funnier joke? He takes that statue of the hamburger. He's like, hey, you're ordering <laughs> 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 The script Man. called for Cobra to act normal. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he acted like a bobblehead and brought a... Hey, did you think you have enough space in your stomach you for this? Right. See, that was the thing is Brian Thompson thought he was being rude when he said, uh, just be evil. And then his own direction to himself was, uh, be normal. <laughs> like, and then his direction to Bridget Nielsen was, uh, uh be hot. Be hot, please. Uh, <laughs> be hot. Try not to say uh, the lines that I wrote for you. Uh, your order's ready. Uh, it's a whole feed of family. Maybe I should unhinge my jaw. <laughs> Like, like, uh, it's a pretty badass, pretty badass shootout scene though here. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, I, I, I've, I've, this might have been my favorite scene. All the motorcycles and everybody running around and everything getting shot and bombs dropping in the hotel. It's badass. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's if there's anything that's going to be a saving grace this movie, it is the fact that at least we get some good like good shootout action some good ideas it's just like it there are just moments when when you decide to bring grenades into a LAPD See, i get a little uh, pulled out of it that's what's that's what kind of bothers me about the shootout scene yeah. is that like he uses the grenade and i'm like he throws it at one motorcycle dude and gets him but i'm like wouldn't you want to like use that on a group of them to like no. take him out no, dude, Sean, what do you know about I don't know. I'm just, what do you know I'm about just grenades? asking the questions. <laughs> what do you know about grenades? I know that I jump on one for you. <laughs> oh. That's nice of you. <laughs> I also know that grenades are very like localized explosions and that it only goes off when something hits it. That's how I, I that's how grenades work. Oh, yeah, okay. it's an impact yeah. kind of thing. So like yep. you can you can pull the pin and throw it and it's not gonna go off until the motorcycle guy hits. It's it. like the Saving Prior Ryan yeah. uh, spent things where he's throwing them. I'm just saying, I that's know right. I know more about grenades than you. Uh, I believe it. I, yeah, that's that's fine. Cool. Respect your GED, I guess. <laughs> GED. <laughs> All right, scene five. Let's do this. Grenade education. Never mind. Grenade. <laughs> Inside the foundry, Cobra uses the foundry against the Night Slasher gang because he's a badass and knows how to and knows how the whole place works. After Can I just <laughs> say, look here, you don't get to interject and like Yes, and, I do. And one side your your explanation and your description. There's nothing bi- by, there's nothing biased about my review of you're, this. every you've put badass into every section of this description. Inside I just want the that foundry, to be known. Cobra uses the foundry against the Night Slasher because because he's a badass and knows how the whole place works. After after dispensing the the remains the remains of the gang, Stalks is accidentally shot by the leader of the Night Slasher gang. Ingrid hides Cobra and the Night Slasher bottle battle it out inside the foundry as the Night Slasher kind of explains why he's killing people because they just want to kill the weak. Yeah, Cobra gets the best of the Night Slasher, sticking him on a hook and sending him into the fire. With the Night Slasher gang done for, Gonzalez being found alive, and after punching out Police Chief Monty. Ingrid and Cobra ride off into the midday sun. 
because it's a God. badass movie. Do you did you get Terminator Two vibes? Definitely. By this entire ending. Oh yeah. I feel like this whole movie is like, well, let's take a let's take that scene from Terminator Two. Let's take that attribute from Rambo. Let's do that from a, a movie I haven't made yet called Judge Dredd. Let's take this. <laughs> Almost I mean, like, like an AI computer watched a hundred <laughs> hours worth of of action movies and said, write, does it write not a cop feel movie. That way? It's a hundred percent. Was that. Stallone so rich that he was into AI before we even knew what it was? There, yeah, yeah. That's what you're saying. I mean, look at all the robots look he loves robots. in his movies. Yeah. And and the other thing, robot, here robot, is we've talked about this a little bit before. I think we've said it on here. Is that um, uh, what is it like restriction and uh, like causes creativity, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you have like too much, too many options, and and you have the world at your fingertips, probably like Stallone has, mm-hmm. you can't narrow it down and create a coherent thought. And that's what this movie feels like. I feel like he's he wants so much, so much from all these other movies and all these other ideas that he had loves. And he just was like, I'm going to cram them in here because it's a cash grab and that's what I want to do. But they clearly, this, this was intended, he thought this was going to be insane. And they were ready for a sequel. I guarantee they were ready for a sequel in this movie. Yeah. Don't you feel like the way it ended? I bet that they probably asked him. I bet they probably asked him to do like a Cobra 2. And he's like, "Eh, I'm just not feeling anymore. I'm I'm going to make another Rambo. No, 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 no. I want to say he wanted to do a second one. And they were all like, "Mm, I don't know. That's the vibe I got. Nobody wants to work with you again on this. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. But I also see like... You say this is like all the tropes rolled in one. This is like where the tropes came from. Though. You think so? Oh yeah. Man. I think I think that this is all Stallone's ego, and we're seeing the the beginnings really of like you know it's from Dirty Harry too. Like he he likes those movies like the Clint Eastwood shit, uh, and it's just like the singular bad guy who is untouchable. He made those movies called The Expendables. You know, like I think he borned this kind of hero. Okay. Okay. I really don't think he's ripping anybody off. Okay. And and you know what? Except Dirty Harry. There, there is a degree. Like we do know that Sylvester Stallone, like, can make a great movie, right? But there are just points where, like you say, it's just like what we talked about when we talked about um, uh, over the top. There are just moments (laughs) that you're like, that makes zero sense. (laughs) When he's like, when he's walking up to the school and everyone's looking at him like oh who's that man in, <laughs> in clothes that aren't as nice as mine that's like to, to the military to, academy? to the military academy <laughs> How Mike. Dare you? and into the military academy and he's walking up and but and it's the same thing like why are some of these things placed into this movie is a lot of it is just incoherent I, I know I can shoot you at any point, but yep. I'm just gonna risk my life fighting you till I find the perfect time to impale you right. And I think I think that that's <laughs> I think that's important that uh, I I really never get to use the gun that's on the cover of this photo of this movie except except on the back of the truck <laughs> except in the back of the truck that's true and it, that was a cool moment it never actually it never actually it doesn't finish the the main bad guy it doesn't really do anything yeah. it just looks badass so okay before the ba- the main bad guy. He's dispatching of random goons, and uh, he turns on a spigot because he knows what it does because he's a fucking badass. <laughs> Melts witch, witches, yeah. Yeah, and so he turns that on, and he's, he doesn't say like a, a, a cat. Like yeah! Like, he doesn't say like, you're fired. You know, Dude, we, he, he set us on. up for this whole thing. There's he's, no line. Cool off. There's so many things. I don't know, you know. Cool off. No, he burned. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, it'd be Burns, and that's right. <laughs> um, it's about the next one. He burns another guy, and he says, you have the right to remain silent. Which just, <laughs> it's like, uh, And then he starts screaming, and then it's like, anything you scream can be held against you <laughs> in a court of me. Smoking's bad, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Smoking's bad for your health. <laughs> it's be like it could have done better, you know? Right? Here's, here's a match. Uh, actually, here's some flames. Blah. Lighten up. <laughs> no, that's when he does use a match. Too, so that's when he uses the match. Mike, he uses the match there. He throws it at the guy. Says he has a right to make. And he could have thrown. Here's some sunglasses. Your future's not bright anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your future's so bright. You gotta wear flame retardant sunglasses. Let's like, let <laughs> let's let AI write these movies from now on. I think that they got a better hold of it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, sorry, I do really dude. enjoy. I really enjoy the ending that they're like, "Can we give you a ride back to town?" He's yeah. like, "Nah, I'm just gonna take this motorcycle, which isn't mine. It's probably some sort of evidence, but it's, it's cool. probably evidence that I'm gonna ride it." Or, or it's like, it's like, hey, if there's anything we could ever do for you, just let us know. Well, I could, uh, my car needs to get fixed. That's nah, not in the budget. It's like, <laughs> we, we meant like, can we give you a ride home or buy you a frozen piece of pizza yeah, or something? Like, That's what we're we, doing now. Frozen piece of pizza? <laughs> All right. You want to go half these? Uh, <laughs> oh, I like to, before, uh, he, before he kills Brian Thompson, he's, uh, Brian Thompson's like saying his spiel, like, yeah, we killed the week. And, uh, <laughs> He's also like taunting Cobra. He's like, "Come on, pig! You won't kill Come me, on, pig. pig! You won't! Uh, you're you're the law, pig! You can't I want kill your me. eyes, pig!" It's like he he literally killed every single person you have you have ever known right in front of your eyes just now. Yep, he will kill you. Yes, that's accurate. Yeah, and it, it was really funny. Uh, my wife was watching this a little bit with me, and she's like. She's like, I just see all those hooks in the background. I hope that they use them. And then sure nice. enough. <laughs> of course. You don't, you don't go to a foundry with hooks without using them. It's like, it's like the background of a Mortal Kombat like, <laughs> level. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I, wonder if that's a, I wonder if there's a secret kill I could do with that acid pit or with those hooks or with the spike pit. I don't know. Get close to it. And do yeah. the double, know, over, double over trying. Yeah, try to do it. It's like, oh, yeah, it worked. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, Brian Thompson in this was, was awesome. I, I like Unfortunately, it was a little like uh, a little tchotchke for me, but at the same time, he's very scary. The only problem I did have now that we're reviewing this movie in 2023 is that I have I haven't seen fact uh, Stranger Things. And now I know the look that L was going for was Brian Thompson in this movie as he's like blacking out his hair and like yeah. licking it back. In season two. Yeah. yeah. And like I was like, all I can think of is L yeah. from Stranger Things now. <laughs> and I was like, and they, they just look a lot alike. So I hope that was inspiration. Duffer Brothers, get at me. So that's what it. That's it. All that's right. That's all we got. Let's uh, get our reviews going. That was the worst done. place to end that conversation. No, that was perfect. Yeah. We have done what we came here to do. <laughs> Sean brought it to us. Sean's seen it. AJ and I have never seen it until now. Sean, let's start with you. What is your modern day rating? Can you pull up what I did for Bloodsport, please? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I really think that this is just a simple, fun Hang out with your buddies, drink some beers, uh, eat some pizza. Only the quarter of it, though. Yeah, frozen. Um, just the tips. That just the tips. <laughs> I really think that this movie is like the epitome of like cheesy, stupid action fun. And yeah, it may be like like the, the editing may be like weird and wonky, and like why did they do that? Why is there lines like this? And um, and 
in like the maybe some of the uh, the action is a little cheesy or doesn't like hold up for today. I really think that this is like the template for these movies, and I really think that movies going forward, like even Demolition Man, like I know Stallone's in that as well, but I think we wouldn't have that without Stallone. And if he didn't do this movie, if he didn't have these stupid ego-driven ideas for this movie, I don't think we'd have the the central, unstoppable, unkillable. Uh, you can't change him, uh, bad guy or uh, good guy. Sorry, uh, I really, really love this. What did I give? Eight point five. This is an eight point one for me. I fucking love this movie. AJ, what about you, man? I agree with you on a lot of those things. The only problem is, is that it's really hard for me to like pin this as uh, where it all started. You know, in that in that regard. I want to love this movie so freaking much because of every single aspect. And this is maybe the most poignant example of you can put a lot of awesome, cool shit into a movie. And if you can't write me a coherent storyline with some character development, apparently I need some of that. And there's not any character development. He's the same person he is at the end of this movie as he was in the beginning, except he's got some some girlfriend. Yeah, a badass. Like <laughs> he's never had a girlfriend. And and a motorcycle instead of a car. <laughs> and so those are the things that's like and and cheesy like you know what I could really use right now? Just d- name it anything. Gummy bears. Gummy gummy bears. <laughs> Those are the things. It's like I know what they're trying to do. I know I can see it. I I I can see it. I can taste it. What they're trying to do, but it just does not connect with like and do it the way I really wish it should have. That being said, I can't. I'm. I would still absolutely watch this hanging out with buddies and getting together. If we got together and watched this with some pizza with scissors Duh. and Coors Banquet and Pepsi Free, I'm all in. So I'm going to give this a straight up. Five, straight up five for me, Sean. This is this is where you say where it's where it all started. This is where it all started for people who were way too popular and let it go to their head and made a stupid choice. This is the equivalent of you two thinking that they can put an album on everyone's phone. <laughs> I still have to fucking hear it. This this is the equivalent <laughs> of Lance Armstrong getting away with cheating and winning the most Tour de France's ever, and then going. I should go back for more and getting caught. Like this is this is where it all fell apart for me, in my opinion. For Stallone, we we had Rambo: First Blood, we had Rocky the the two part, we had Rocky Four, yeah. like top of the world. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do over top, then I'm going to do Rocky Five, then I'm going to do Rambo Three. Like he just didn't care anymore. It's like he didn't know when to quit. He didn't know when to quit. So. For me, like, um, I totally agree with you. I would watch this in a heartbeat with a bunch of friends. But that is not how I always grade things. I had to give this slightly less than over the top. If we're talking about an overall film, I feel like over the top is slightly better, in my opinion. So that's a 4.95 for me. Josh Miller says, guys, I stayed up until 2 a.m. this morning for that. I don't know if I can say this movie hasn't held up well because I don't know. For multiple reasons, if it was ever going to hold up to begin with. (laughs) I don't know if watching all the things from the 80s with the critical eye is good, nor does it work. 
As I said in my nostalgia re- review, 80s cop action movies and action movies in general were very formulaic. This really didn't stray from that, but it wasn't done nearly as well as its counterparts. The dialogue was so bad, even taking into consideration of being written by Stallone, which taken with a grain of salt, this is one of his worst ones. The acting is generally bad. Besides being pretty, why did Bridget Nielsen get the work she did? This one went from me went for me from unintentionally funny bad 80s cheese to just bad. The entire opening grocery store scene was hilariously bad fun to watch. After this, it went to cringe, including the end. Did you guys catch when he first went back to his apartment and got pizza and eggs out of his freezer? Then what kind of savage cuts a slice of pizza in half like that with scissors? We won't go into the gun oil would be hard to use frozen. The Night Stalker, I was like, where do I know him from? Just couldn't figure it out. And then I looked it up. Of course, I recognize him from Joe Dirt of all movies. In the end, I I didn't like this movie the way I wanted to. I'm glad my girlfriend didn't let me buy it for $12.99 in case I wanted to watch it again. At least she put it in. She she put it at least with the two ninety nine rental Prime Video. We'll take it back. <laughs> I wish I would have signed up for the seven day free Cinemax trial and canceled it. But even then, I feel this would be a waste of a free trial. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. That is, and I think will forever be Battlefield Earth. Modern day critical score four point one. He you know he he said something um, cool in there where he's like. I, 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 it's hard to uh, look at movies like this in a modern day. Yeah, it's hard to like judge them from like when they were made like this. You know, yeah. I, I I think that's what I'm doing. Where it's just like this is just so much fun to me. Yeah, I cannot. I even if like the the camera was off or like out of focus a little bit, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck that the the lines don't work well enough for me. Dude, this movie is just so much fun. Sorry, I'll stop. No, you're fine, dude. It That is an overall modern day score of 5.54, which takes us to about the bottom 15. It's not the worst we've ever done. This is slightly below Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf got a better score. Mortal Kombat got a worse score. That is where it's nestled. Mm. In between Wolf Teen Wolf is not and Mortal Kombat. This movie in a long shot. AJ, AJ, you have you you're on death row. You have two movies to choose from. This or Teen Wolf. What are you picking? Death Row. Death Row. This is the last movie you'll ever watch and there's only two left. Cobra or Teen Wolf? I would go Cobra. I'm think, serious. I think I'd pick Teen Wolf. You, yeah. I bet Josh Miller would too. So I, there I you go. That's why Split. it's kind of right where it is. <laughs> you're right, Josh Miller. You can't debate that. That's Look, what you're saying. If there so. was two movies though that it was that it was Mortal, Mortal Kombat? Kombat and Cobra, I would go Mortal Kombat every day of the week. I would pick Cobra. I pick Cobra. <laughs> Well, you guys can eat it. I've seen Mortal Kombat <laughs> enough times. I don't want to see it ever again. I want it we so hope much. you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in on Wednesday for another great episode. We will be reviewing True Romance. Yeah. Followed by Mrs. Doubtfire. Nice. Wow. Our first Robin Williams? I think so. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Big yikes. We also got a voicemail. Call us at 319-804-9596. Leave us some thoughts on the show today. Feedback, just like today's caller. Hey, guys. This is Rob from uh, Kelowna, British Columbia. Heard about you on another podcast, Ad Lib Burnt Chrysler Joke. Um, (laughs) Calling to say I'm a big fan of the podcast. Also uh, love all the music references, especially the punk and metal ones. Um, Pretty sure I remember hearing an Animals Leaders reference. uh, Toast the Bossy. Fuck yeah, dude. And also cool you guys are hockey fans. Um, Anyway, yeah. 
Big fan. Uh, gone through a lot of uh, rough times in the last few months. And uh, having you guys in my headphones while I work is among the things keeping me uh, keeping me going, keeping my spirits up. Uh, my, my kids are pretty cool too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you for that. Um, if I could make a request, it would be either Canadian Baking, featuring a, li- a list of brilliant actors, including the late, great John Candy, or maybe Cable Guy. It gets oh, a lot yeah. of hate, but it's probably one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. All right, guys, thanks. Yeah, both of those. I think Cable Guy probably sooner than anything. That's yeah. a yeah. that is a must uh, movie because I think that's going to be pretty divisive. Yeah. in the world, Absolutely. people either love or hate that movie. Yes, very much. So. And we will be the defining voice to tell you what Absolutely. the right answer is. Thank you for your kind words, man. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm glad uh, we can keep you going, be a part of what keeps you going, and uh, love you for that. Yeah, we really appreciate it, man. Hope you are doing better for uh, these recent times rather than the past few months so really do appreciate you calling in and thank you for the suggestions guys leave us suggestions as well make sure you're leaving us a five-star review anywhere you're listening write us a review because we really do love reading them in our off time and uh make sure you're following us on social media too at confused breakfast just about anywhere on social media youtube especially check out the new set and for uh for goodness sakes it's confused breakfast just search for confused breakfast just search it Go to confusedbreakfast.com as well. Give us your money. Give us your money to get some shirts on your chests and your backs. They go all around your torso. Get our Confused Breakfast logo on it. Get some damn dang it shirts. You can get some stickers there as well that say fucking Confused Breakfast on them. That's amazing. Go to our website as well and see our ratings. See how this is completely out of nowhere, <laughs> maligned by this show. Should be higher. Uh, and then see our individual ratings as well. Love you. Bye. I love these guys too. I'm just kidding. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. That's how you can get all the extra things to support us. All the extra perks. We are proudly presented by the LAS Media Group and CDO, CDO Rappers. CDO Rappers. Media got- Group and CD- <laughs> CDO Rappers. We got Krog over there doing <laughs> Thanks for being here, Craig. Uh, and we are on the Cloud 10 iHeart Podcast Network. You can get more info there. Cloud10.fm. That's it for us. We're the cure. (laughs) We're the cure. You're the disease. I don't. We're. It's. It's. There's. You're a disease, and I'm the. What's he say to the guy who lights on fire? You have the right to remain. You have the right to remain silent. Camera, stop it. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.